this, but philosophy students glom onto it right away, and, well, and Descartes' very influential. That's true. Let's find out if some ordinary people are, uh, are, are gripped by this. We sent our roving philosophical reporter, Amy Standen, out on a mission. She files this report. What do you know? Or what do you think you know, and how do you know it? Are you sure you exist? Why? Well, I guess I do tend to believe what, I've, what I see and what I've learned through my direct experience. And uh, somehow, in the end, we know what's a dream and what's not, although I'm not sure how. You don't. Yeah, you don't. I mean, I think you just have to take things for what they are and just, you know, leave it at that. You. Because you're never, if you, if you think about it that way, you're going to question everything that you know, I feel like. I think it would be exhausting to think that way all day, to be honest with you. Well, I know I exist. Whether this is all that it, that is me, I don't know. It's true that I know that I exist, but whether I, whether this is it or not, I don't know. And whether I'm just somebody's thought thinking I exist, I don't know. There, there are some things that I think are, are beyond our reason yet are true. Um, I mean, I sort of believe in the basic goodness of people and the connectedness of things in some very general way. But I, you know, it's something that seems right to me and feels right to me, and I'm willing to live my life based around, but I, I couldn't prove it. Existence is not that clearly defined. It's not that black and white in my experience. You know, you have to trust your experiences and your senses to tell you what you know is true, but I know also, having been in the military and been a, in the backseat of fighters, that your senses can lie to you and you have to trust what your instruments are telling you. For instance, if you're turning hard to the left when you straighten out, your senses tell you you're turning hard to the right. You train yourself not to pay attention to it. Train yourself to look at your instruments and believe what they're saying. I mean, is reality a delusion, or is it what we think it is, you know? And is our thinking the bottom line of reality, or is our thinking just one of the many prismatic, changeable illusions about reality, if there is, in fact, reality? This is Amy Standen for Philosophy Talk. Thanks, Amy. I'm John Perry, and with me telephonically, at least according to my sense impressions and consciousness, is the co-host of this show, Ken Taylor. Yeah, we're joined. We're going to be joined in a second by Professor Ronald Rubin, who's uh, in the Department of the History of Ideas at Pitzer College. He's the author of A Guided Tour of Rene Descartes' Meditations on First Philosophy. Ron, welcome to Philosophy Talk. Uh, hi, Ken. Hi, John. Hi, Ron. Glad to have you here on Philosophy Talk. Let's, let's start off with this cogito ergo sum. I think, therefore, I am. What in the world got Descartes into a frame of mind where he had to prove his own existence? And what was there about his times, his intellectual times, that, that made anyone care? It sounds all kind of crazy. Well, my belief is that he doesn't use cogito ergo sum actually to prove his own existence. He thinks that his own existence is, is intuitive. He thinks that he knows that he exists in the same way that he knows that 2 plus 3 is 4. I'm sorry that 2 plus 3 is 5. Oh, yeah, he knows that. Uh, Skeptical mistake. A little skeptical mistake. Try to keep us on our toes there, Ron. But why is this a big... I mean, what's he up to? I mean, why does he need to assert it, even if he's not trying to approve it? Why does he need to assert... What's the point of all this? 
Well, this does have to do with these times. These times are times when people are questioning received opinions about science, about religion, about politics, and he engages in extreme doubt. Kogito ergo sum is a way to solve those doubts. His own existence is the, is the solid point on which he hopes to build a certain and stable foundation for knowledge. So, and he thinks that hasn't been done until now, that knowledge has not been on a stable and certain foundation, and, and he's going to, like, give it a, a foundation anew or something like that? I mean, is that what That is to? what he thinks. That is what he thinks. Um, er, the science of his day, the science in which he himself was trained, was Aristotelian, and almost all of that has been taken away, but during Descartes' lifetime, not replaced. So he looks back and sees this, this mass destruction of, of academic belief and thinks that something went wrong and he's going to fix it. But when he looks back, he sees, he thinks that this hasn't happened to mathematics. So he tries to build a system that has the same structure as a mathematical system. So, so Ron, the, the, the meditations, which I guess he doesn't say cogito ergo sum in the meditations, but it's the...